Today's daf is Erevin daf Yates. We are on Yud Chesam, a base five lines from the bottom of Amar Rabbi Yirmiyah. So we have a lot to cover today. So this will be an express daf From the day the base Yirmiyah was destroyed, the world uh, is it, it suffices for the world to use a two-letter name of a Kaddish Baruch Hu Shnemar Kol Haluka. So we use the shame of Yud and a Hey as opposed to the, the shame of Yud Kevavke. So Rashi writes that we can only use this shame. However, the uh, in, in, by the them, they, they say that the, the, when, the, when we left, when the Shechina left the base of Mikdash, when the base of Mikdash was destroyed, so the Shechina went into Galus with us. So there's a closer connection between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu now that the base of Mikdash was destroyed. So we don't even need to say the Shema Mafarish. You could just suffice with the Halal Ka. When Bavel was cursed, it's Shechinim, its neighbors were cursed as well. However, when the Shemran was cursed, the neighbors had bracha and scala bavel and scala shkenedlik. See the pasuk says, "Some tiel of myrash kippur v'agmi mayim." That a kolish bracha made bavel with uh, you know wild birds are hanging out there and, and water, so it became a wasteland. And scala shemrain and this bracha shechinal. However, when the shemrain was cursed, so the the neighbors were blessed. You could plant vineyards there. there. There was a growth there, so the neighbors enjoyed from the destruction, from the curse of the Shemran. I'll show you that the Midah of HaKadosh Baruch is different than the Midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Chayv Adam Arigal Amalchus. When a person has a death sentence, so they put a piece of wood in the person's mouth. They don't want this person to talk. He's going to just curse everyone out. So they, they, uh, they muzzle him. However, Midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but when it comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Adam is Chayv Harigal Amakim Shaisik. When a person is Chayv Harigal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, meaning he's Chayv Misa Shaisik, he's quiet. He doesn't curse that Hashem. Shnemer the pas says l'cha dumia tehila. So dumia, your your silence tehila is a praise. V'le'ard elas shemeshabeach. He praises the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Shnemer tehila. V'le'ard elas shadaim elak kilu makrif carbon as if he brought a carbon. Shnemer l'cha yishulam neder. Hainu d'am Rabbi Shua ben Levi. This is what Rabbi Shua ben Levi says. My dechsev it says ayre be'emek abacha mayin yishesu gam brachis yatem mayre. So what do these words tell us? Alpi agarata ayre elu bnei adam shayver na v'tzenu shalakadosh brachu. Those that do averus. Emek is talking about ganem. Shemamikin lahem ganem. The ganem is prepared for them. Habacha shabayichin amaritin demoyes kemayin shal shisim. They're they're crying out. Like the water of the shisim, kam baruch is yatamir shemat stikin aleim. So then they say tzidikat din v'aymerim. This is what you know we say when we bury a mace. Rebbeinu Shlom yafedanta yafazakisa yafachiyafta yafatikanta gehenna mirasham ganetim l'tzadikim. So we say all these things. This is called tzidikat din. So you see that the mida of Hakadosh Baruch Hu or Klal Yisrael is different than the mida of Melech Basurudam. Ainiy v'am Rabbi Shimon Lakish v'sham afilu apisa shagenim ina chayzim tshuva. That it says when the v'sham when they when they're about to go to gehenna, they still don't do tshuva. Shnemar v'yatsu v'rov pigre. And it doesn't say Shapashu Loinamar. It doesn't say that they sinned in the past. the sinners. We're still calling them Poishim. Shapoishim Hokhan that they're sinning and they still have the thought of sin as they go into Gehenim. So you see that not necessarily true. Now but Anakalish Bahu is uh, is killing. We have Everyone doing tzidikadin. So the Gemara says like Kasher, Habe Poshi Yisrael, Habe Poshi Avi Cham. There's a difference between Yid and those of the Umasa Olam or the idol worshippers. Hachinami Mistavra, Dim Kain Kasher Rishlakish Ad Rishlakish. Otherwise, you have a problem with the Shita of Rishlakish. Dumb Rishlakish. Rishlakish said, Poshi Yisrael. A Klai Yisrael that sins inor Gehenim Shlatis Behen. The fire of Gehenim will not. Will not uh, affect them. Kavachamim Mizbech Hazav. I bring you a Kavachamim from Mizbech Hazav. Which was in the base of Mikdash, the inside Mizbeach, 
which was wood and it was it was uh, coated with gold. It's just a thick thickness of a dinner of zav. Every day there's there's katars burning on it, fire, and for all these years. No, it didn't catch on fire. So Poishi Yisrael, the sinners of Klayasol, Shemalein Mitzvahs Kavimun, that they're full of mitzvahs like Arimon. Shinamar, it says, Kapela Harimon Rakosech, even your, em- your empty people. As Reish Lakish says, I'm Reish Lakish, I took Rakosech, Ela Rakosech, the empty, Shafila Rekonon Shabach, Melein Mitzvahs Kavimun, so they're full of mitzvahs, so for sure, Allah has come of a kama, we're going to be immune to this fire. Just by the way, the, the, the Bali Machshava asks, if you're saying it's Paishi Yisroel, Shemalei, Mitzvah, Kareemah, so why are they Paishi Yisroel? Why are they consider Rekon, Rekonim Shabahim, even, it says they do all the mitzvahs, like a remind. So they write that a person could be Mekayim, many, many mitzvahs in life, but if you don't have a connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu, your thoughts are in the wrong place, there's no Kirvas Hashem, so then in a Hanami, a person could be called a uh, uh, a rake, he could be called Paishi Yisrael, even though he's Malayan mitzvahs karima and he shuckles during Yenashman Esrei, he gives a lot of tzedakah, a person could still be an empty person. Okay, so you see from here that Paishi Yisrael should not be should not be uh, affected by the fire. So the Gemara says, It sounds like they do go to Gehenim, so the Gemara says like this, That moment, they, they are destined for Gehenim. However, by recognizing them by their bris milah, he takes them out of Gehenim. Except for a Yid who was with a daughter of a non-Jew, a non-Jewish girl. She, uh, she takes his foreskin, his arla, and hides the bris milah. Either this is figuratively or deeper in Yanim, what this means. And Avram Avinu cannot recognize him, so he was not going to pull him out by recognizing the bris mila. Now that you translated poishim means ha poishim that they continue sinning. Elamiyatum. We had this gemara in brachos regarding what bracha do you make on bread? Dechsev hamoitzi vahamala. It says hamoitzi as chamitachas sivlus mitzrayim. There is the masik of the mapagu. That means he took us. He, uh, he took us out and is also continuing to take us out. We're Adam Mitzrayim already. Ela the asik vapik. It means he brought us up. And he took us out. So you see that ha poishim can mean the past as well. Maybe over here ha poishim just means they sinned in the past, but not necessarily that they're sinning in the present and in the future. These three entrance ways to Gehenim. These three places. So this Gehenim, even in Yerushalayim, Irakhaidash. Why is that? So we'll see. The Gemara Megillah tells us that whenever you find Kedusha, you also find Tumah. So it makes sense that Gehenim is in Yerushalayim. The Sulaka, there's no other entrance ways to Gehenim. Vam Rabbi Meryon, Rabbi Shuman Levi, Vam Rabbi Rabbi Bar Meryon, Bidbe Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakai, Shtei Tamaris Ish Begei Ben Hinum. There are two Tamaris, two palm trees in this place called Ben Hinoim. Vaoila Ashim Ibnam, and smoke is in between them. Vazui Shashinu, Tsine Harabazo Kashir. There's a Mishnah in Sukkah which talks about Tsine Harabazo if they're considered kosher for lulav. So yes, this is the entrance of Gehenim. So you see from here, there's four entrance ways, not three. So the Gemara says, this is the one of Yerushalayim. 
So maybe it really is only three. Amr Bishum Alevi, Shivashem is Nisha Gehenim Veluhin. There are seven names for Gehenim Sha'ol, Va'avadoin, Uber Shachas, Bor Sha'oin, Vititayovin, Vitsamavas, Veretzatachtas. Maybe you recognize some of these from Davening, from Tehillim. So Sha'ol Dursiv, Mibetan Sha'ol Shivati Shemata Karli. From the Betan of Sha'ol, I call that Takavish Borcho, Avadan Dursiv, Hayuspar, Bakever Chasdecha, Munasabavadan. When a person dies, can they count Hakadosh Baruch Hu's chasadim? Bereshachas tosiv kilo sazin afshi l'shal. I don't want to abandon my nefesh l'shal to go to Gehenna. L'sitin chasit chaler shachas. You see shachas. Bar shoyin v'titayavin dechsev ayaleni mi bar shoyin v'titayavin. So you you raise me up from this uh, this cesspool, this this water, this quicksand. V'tzamavas tosiv yoshev v'choshev v'tzamavas v'eretz atachtis gemaru and v'eretz atachtis. That's just a masayra that this is called Gehenna. Fine. V'su lekav echol Gehenna. What about Gehenna itself? That term to that that. Uh, Shows Gehenim. So the Gemara says no. The guy Shamuka Kigehenim. So this place is is a gay. Gay means like gate some of us is a valley. Gate some of us is a valley of death, and it's Shamuka. It's as deep as the valley of of Hinoim. Shahakol Yoreid Al Iske Hinoim. Everybody goes down down there for the Asakum with Hinoim, which is a term for for Znos. For uh, pritzos, so that's how a person ends up in Gehenna. So it's just a description rather than a name. Interesting. What about the word tafte? So you see that Gehenna was created before the world, and is talking about tafte. So the Gemara Tafte means seduced. So it's the way the Yitzhar is. It's a seductive force. So that means that's a sign of the Yitzhar, but it's not necessarily talking about Gehenna proper. So it's not another name for Gehenna. Next, what about Ganeiden? Amresh Lakashim Eretisral, who Beishan Pischai. If Ganeiden is in fact in Eretisral, it must be that Beishan is the entranceway, as the Gemara tells us, that the fruits of Beishan are, 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 uh, are the best fruits. Then Baravia, base Garim Pischai, if it's in Arabia, then it's base Garim. Then Benan Horas, if it's between the rivers, which uh, the Chumash talks about, your Euphrates River and, and the Tigris River. So that would be the the rivers in between those rivers, and it would be Dumaskinin Pischai. Bavala Baya, Mishtava Peri, Me'aber Yemino, and Bavala Baya would, would uh, say the fruits on the south side are good. And Rav Mishtal appeared the Harpanya, the fruits of Harpanya, those are great fruits in Bavel. Okay, then the Mishnah said, going back to our Gemara here, so we had a little a break from Erevin, you know, Daf of Agatha. So let's go back to our Mishnah. So our Mishnah, once again, was talking about the Pasi rice, where you had your well, and we did this makeshift Mechitzais. We're going to see how exactly this helps if it's in a Rosh Hashanah. But either way, let's assume at this point, this works for a well. So you put your, uh, your four... Uh, uh, bases around your well, and you have a place where you could feed your cows. So the Gemara says, how much of a distance can be can be between these L-shaped boards? So Benam Kimloy the wide, the width of two teams of oxen. So we'll see this means. So the Gemara, the Mishnah said that they're tied together and not untied. So the Gemara says, Pshita, came the Havi. If you told me that it's the width of the oxen that are tied together, Ananya didn't have mitaris. Obviously, they're not loose. It's tied together. So why does the Mishnah say, and and it's not mutaris, not loose? So the Gemara says, Mal the I would have thought to say, tied means it doesn't have to actually be tied together. It's uh, close enough that it's as if it's tied. But being actually tied, you don't need it. No, it means that it's actually tied together. So you're saving some space, as you could tie them very close together. So that's how we measure the 
the ten amos or the thirteen and the third amos. Now we said achas nechneses ve'achas yoitzes. That one cow is going in, and one is leaving. So that's the distance of of uh, in between the two boards. So we said tana rifka nechneses rifka yoitzes. What it means is you have a team, one team going in and one team going out. If you look at those pictures that we sent out in the beginning of the parak, so it's not one cow going in, one cow going out. So if it will be every other cow, so then that would take up more space. Here you have a team of either three or four, and that would that would be the going you know, one team going in and one team going out. Kama Let's do some math here. Take out your calculators. How much is Roisha Varuba Shapara? We said if as long as the cow could fit Roisha Varuba Shapara, that's enough distance from the boards to the well that would allow one to carry there. So how much is this? You need two amas in between the well and the boards. Ama, I'm sorry, the Kama Ovi Shapara, how much is the thickness of a para? So we have to figure out how many cows we could fit into this uh, this uh, well area. So Kama Ovi Shapara, what is the thickness of a cow? Amos Nishlishi Amos, an Amos and two thirds, 1.67 or 1.66 Amos per cow. Shehen Ka'eser, which comes out if you have six Shairois, six oxen. So you talk six times one. And two thirds equals ten amos. Shehin ka'eser, it's about ten amos. Divi Rabbi Meir, that's the sheet of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda, I'm a kishloish esri amos, uch arba esri amos. So Rabbi Meir holds no. I could go. I could do with eight cows. So you do eight times, you know, one and uh, and two thirds gives you about thirteen and a third amos. Okay. So so the Gemara asks like this: Ka'eser, is it like eser ha eser haven? It's exactly ten. One times, I'm sorry, one and a third times six. Equals ten, so the Gemara says Mishin the boy the Misni Sefer Kishloish Esrei because Rabbi Yehuda Shita is around thirteen Amos, so it's a little more than thirteen Amos. It's thirteen and a third, so that's Kit Shloish Esrei. So we say also Kit Eser. So the Gemara says Kishloish Esrei. Is it like thirteen Tveav? And it's more than thirteen. It's thirteen and a third, not like thirteen. So the Gemara says you're right. Mishin the boy the Misni Ka'ab Esrei. The Brisa means you could have in between thirteen. You know, and 14. Within the ballpark of 13 and 14, the Gemara says, Really? You can't have up to 14, yet it's much less than 14. So, my probably you're right. The series of Shlash Esrei, it means it's more than 13 Amos, but it doesn't even get into the realm. It's not even close to 14 Amos. So, 13 and less than, you know, less than half, so about 13 and a third. That's how you do the math. That's the approximate uh, number the Gemara is getting to. I'm going to wrap up. Bibar Let's see at a well where the diameter is 8 Amos. So, if you look at a, a picture, You'll see clearly that you have eight amos of well area. Now I need to have two amos on every side of the well that the cow could have roishivaruba, which is two amos. So I'm automatically going to need twelve amos of space uh, in between, you know, the entire throughout throughout the area. However, if you cut it off with the boards, these pasebi rice, so it has to be six tefachim. Uh, wide on each side, so you take off an arm on each side, so you'll get get it down to ten amas. Fine. So you only have a ten amas space in between the the possum. So we'll send it a picture. Very easy to see in the picture. If an arts gemara, the arts gemara is a great picture for this. I'm gonna pop up the bar shmeina. If you have an eight amas wide bar, the kuli plea, you know, no one argues. This is fine. The loy be'inam pshutim. You don't need to have pshutim in between. Pshutim are these single posts in between the the uh, L-shaped boards, because 
The reason why you need this is because you need to limit it to 10 amas space. Here, the maximum space in between the two boards is going to be 10 amas. However, and if the well is 12 amas wide, and you need to have two amas on each side, so then you end up having, having a... A, uh, a f and you're obviously going to cut it off with one ama of the bracket, but still you're going to have a 14 ama space in between the boards. So there you have to cut it off because even Rabbi Yehuda, who's Mako, 13 and a third, not 14. So if you have 14 amas in between the two boards, you're going to have to cut it off. You have to shorten it by putting a pshutin, putting mm -hmm. a, a, a board, you know, on the baseline in between the two corners. In between eight amos and twelve amos wide, well, the rabbi mayor been in pshutim. Once I have a ten amos wide space, I need a pshutim. I need to put a board uh, in between the two corners. However, the rabbi Yehuda, according to you would not need to do it because according to rabbi Yehuda, as long as I'm within thirteen and a third amos, I do not need to put. A, another board there. So the Gemara says, Rapapa, my Kamashvalon. Rapapa, very nice. You have this whole speech. What's your Chiddush? Tanina, this is our Mishnah. Learn the Mishnah, figure out what the Mishnah is talking about. But this is exactly the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Rapapa, Brysa, Lishmile. He didn't hear about the Brysa that, that uh, depicts and tell us what's exactly uh, considered, what, what's the space of these cows. And therefore, the Kamashvalon, the Brysa, he's telling us the same halacha like the Brysa. He did not learn, uh, he did not hear of this Brysa, and therefore, to him, this is considered a novelty. Okay, so we're gonna have a bunch of shilas that Abaya asks Rabba, and the Gemara gives a mnemonic: Aryeh Yoser Batal Chitzes Chatzer Shimsha and Simon. So these questions Abaya asked of Rabba. This is gonna take us basically till the end of the daf. Boy, many Abaya Rabba. Abaya asked from Rabba: Herich Bedim Yoindin Kishir Pshutim. So what does this mean? So according to our mayor, the maximum space you could have in between the corners is ten amos. If you have more than 10 amas, you have to lessen this, narrow the gap by putting in a pshutim. Pshutim are these single boards on the baseline, right? Not the double L shape, but a single board. You put that there and that, that minimizes the gap. However, the shadow is like this. What if I don't want to put a board in between, uh, you know, on the baseline? I want to just add it to the pre-existing corner. Can I just add another board to that? So, herich bedimimim, you just extended the dimimimim, the double board, the double post, Kishir Pshutim, that Amma, Lura Meir Ma, would that work? Amma Lea Tinisu, we have a bright, the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Levach Yabba Bepassim, you have to add boards. My love, the Marach Bedimian, it means you add it on to the existing double post to make the opening narrower, that's less than 10 Ammas. The Mishnah says, Lai, the Mapish Fab Pshutim. No, it means you have to put a single post in between. Ihachi, Hai Levach Yabba Bepassim, Achi Yabba Bepassim, by the way, it should have said, Achi Yabba Bepassim, you have more boards. Now you add, bipasim add to the boards. Adding to the boards sounds like you're extending a pre-existing board. It should have said, Yabba Bepassim. Yabba Bepassim itself, add more boards. <coughs> so the Gemara says, you're right. Tani, add, she Yabba Bepassim. Okay, we'll just change the Mishnah. That it actually meant shiyar b'pasim. You have to increase in amount of boards that you had. There are some that say the tarot was said as this. Amarle Rabba answers a bias kach. She says tinisu. We have a mission. The mission is about shiyar b'pasim. You have to add to the to the to the board. My lab the mapish v'avod shootim. You have to make new individual uh, posts in between the corners. So the gemara says the I could just extend the existing. L-shaped uh, 
posts. So I'm gonna bring a raya. Maybe Tony Lavashi Yarbeb Pasan, you increase the pasin, sounding like you extend the pre-existing pasin. Shmami no, it's taco good raya. Fine, that's question number one. Question number two. Bumina by me rabba. Yoisimishlish has the amois shlish. So let's see, you have an opening that's more than 13 and a third amois. Now, this is only good according to Abihuda, Labihuda Mahus. Up until this point, Abihuda said it's fine. Once it's wider than this, Abihuda holds, you also need to do something. So what could I do? Shoot another, do I have to make single post? Or or can I simply extend the pre-existing L-shaped post? So it's a similar question to the first question here is just in the sheet of Rabbi Huda. Why would this be different? So let's see. Amarle Tinisua. We have an abrace that says Kamahim Kairavin. How close can the be? Can they be? Can they rush You have to have uh, enough space that the cow can get most of the body and its head into the well area. The Kamamurchakim. How far away could it be? A filu kor, filu karayim. Two kor, uh, one kor, two cars. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yisaim. What's only until base Yisaim? Yosin base Yisaim. Aser. Amul Rabbi Huda. Chacham in our Mishnah said Rabbi Huda. Hold on. Yet the Moed B'Dir V'Tzar Umukta V'Chatzar Filu Bas Hamishas Kar. That as long as people are using it, it's called, it's called that it's uh, it's called the base dira. So it could be even very wide. There's no minimum. I'm sorry. There's no maximum space that we could do an erevin. So Amalena Rabbi responds, Zoom You're right. That typically, as long as as long as it's considered a a living area, you could have as as. As, as large as you want. However, that's because you're using a mechitza. You're using a fence. Here, I'm not using a fence. I'm using an inferior mechitza. It's called pasin. So we're going to max it out f- to a, a base of sign. So the Gemara says, The only way to extend a L-shaped bracket is, is, to, is, is, um, is by extending Sorry, the only way to, to put this extra possum is by extending the bracket. So by extending the bracket, you took something that had one amma, you make it bigger, two ammas, three ammas. At that point, zoomachitza of a zoomachitza me boiler. It's also going to be a machitza. It's not just going to be possum. Possum is when you just have a small little L-shaped, uh, you know, L-shaped bracket, L-shaped uh, board. Here, as I keep extending it because I want to narrow the gap, it's, it's going to end up being a mechitza. So the Gemara says, you're right. That's not exactly what he meant to say. When you have a typical living area, living space, so then we say, no matter how large it is, it's fine. As long as you have a fence around it, it's fine. But there, you, the fence is actually a good mechitza. You don't have uh, entranceways more than 10 amos. You don't have parrots, merubalo, emid. You have all these halachas. However, over here, elu, taras, pasin, lame, pertesem, beshlesh, esri, amu, shlesh. Here we're talking about pasin, pasin, we're already makel that you could have 13 and a third uh, uh, gaps. However, because of that, we can no longer allow one to have a uh, area closed off more than a base, sa, sayin. Okay, that was question number two. Question number three. I asked the following shot from Rabbah, tell him this lake, that's Arba. So we mentioned when we talk about Rosh Hashanah that Rosh Hashanah has to be ten tefachim high. Dal ba dal tefachim. One of the ways to have Rosh Hashanah is you have a telamis lakit. You have a mound or a hill that goes up. It's on an incline. So as long as it goes up ten tefachim within four amos, so halacha is that's considered a Rosh Hashanah. That's considered a mechitza. Many Arab in, in in various cities rely on these. You know, you can talk about the riverbank. You can talk about hills or. Uh, Cliffs. So these, these, this is called a telemus locket. So the Gemara says, Nita Mishim Diyam. And the question is, could this be considered a double post? Or can I say it's not an L shaped post because it's not, there's no shape of an L. It's just a big mound. So Amalei, Tenisu, we have a Baisa. The Baisa says like this. Let's say instead of an L shaped post, you have a big square there, a big block. We 
imagine that we would chi- we would chisel it and we would uh, split the rock, take like split it, and you'll have an ama on each side, an ama post. So then need the mishim diyamid. If it's smaller than that, you wouldn't be able to get an ama on each side. Ain't no need the mishim diyamid. That is the opinion of. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar comes along. Rabbi Shmuel ben Rabbi Yechem ben Brek. I'm a host of Shem Even if you had a round rock there, Ryan Kosh Ilu Techalik v'Techalik. You have to do two things. You have to Techalik. You have to shape it into a square, and then Techalik, and then split it, and then Vish ba Amalekan Amalekan. Nida Mishum Diyomid. That would be good. Vimlav. If you would not be able to do it, it's too small. Eno Nida Mishum Diyomid. That is not considered. Your double L-shaped post. So what's this machalikus? We might come in for gimar savar. Rabbi Shimon Lazar holds chad royin armino. We could say one royin in halacha, meaning you have a box. You want to let's imagine that it was split. So we'll do that in halacha. One royin we could do, but tray royin loy armino. When it comes to the round one, you have to first royin as if it's a square, and then. Another Ryan to say that it's split. So two Ryans we don't do. Umar Savar, Afilu, Trey Ryan, Nami Armin. We could also do two Ryans. So according to this, Rabba saying like this, Abaya, your question was a mound, a, a, a hill. This Telemus Lake, could that be a double post? Since it's not a square, you need to do two Ryan. So it's a Machalikas. According to Shimon Lazar, it's puzzle. Or it doesn't work as possible because Shte Ryan, Loyan Armin. According to Abi Shmal, it would be fine. Okay, question number four. We had this previously in the Masechta. You have a chitza sakonim. You have a, a mechitza of konim, which are reeds. And that you shaped it into this L-shaped double post. Each reed is within three tvachim of each other. So you have lavud. So the halach is that usually that's a good mechitza. But here you're trying to not only make it a mechitza, you want it to be... Uh, Passim. So nida mishim diyamid alay. Could this be considered a double post or not? Amalei tinisua. We have a brayser. The brayser says haysa sham ilan agadur achitza sakanim. If you have a tree, a fence, or achitza sakanim, nida mishim diyamid is considered a double post. My lav kana kana pachas mishleisha. Obviously, we're talking about where the the reed is within three tefachim of each other, and it's still considered a kosher. Um, a double post. So the brayser says lo no gurdisa tekani. We're not really talking about. A bunch of kanim lined up. We're talking about you have a, a tree trunk, and from one trunk you have a bunch of sprouts coming out, and that is considered a chitzah kanim. But it's really a tree. So the Gemara says, "Yachir hanu ilanim." You just said tree, and now you tell me another type of tree. You already told me trees are fine. That's a fence, and. If it's a fence, the mission already said gadar. So Elamai is what are you gonna say? Tray Gavni Gadar? There are two types of fences. How can I make So perhaps you have no raya that it's referring to a chitzakanam really means a fence that is made up of just uh, vertical reeds. You have no raya. Okay. Next, Ikadami, Gordisa Dakani Kamibaila. He was asking regarding uh, you have a tree trunk and you have a bunch of things coming out of it, a bunch of reeds, and they come from one root. One uh, one trunk. The question is: can, Is that considered an elon? Is that considered a uh, a diyamid or not? So gordisa de mai. So what about this this gordisa de kani? So amalei tenisua hayishem gadar elon achidz dekanim nidem shem diyamid. My love gordisa de kani. When we say achidz dekanim, isn't that talking about gordisa de kani? Like no, kana kana pachas mishash. Maybe it's talking about kana kana. Less than three tvachim, and that's considered a diamond. Ihachi hainu gadar. Isn't that the same as regular fence? Velamai gordisa dekani hainu ilon. That's a tree. Elamai sachlameimer. What are you going to tell me? Tre gavni ilon. Hachinami tre gavni gadar. The same. You're going to tell me the two types of trees. You could tell me there are two types of fences, and therefore we have no raya either way regarding this chitzas hakanim and regarding this 
regarding this Gordisa the Kani. Now it seems like Gordisa the Kani would be good, either like a fence or it would be good like a tree, but we still do not have a raya regarding his original Shaila of Chitzas HaKanim, would that work for the Yomid or not? Okay, so Mr. Shem, tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll learn Dav Chav together in the afternoon. Have a wonderful Shabbos.